Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hello, Between the Reps listeners. Because Brooke is traveling right now, I know, I miss her too, we are airing a classic Between the Reps episode about Coachella. Because, let's be honest, we all miss being able to go to packed, sweaty gatherings full of people right now to hear live music. This week, we're featuring a great interview with Mike Finn, the former tour manager for DJ Dylan Francis, who gives us a behind-the-scenes look into what happens backstage at a massive music festival like Coachella. So until we can all gather in huge crowds to dance and sweat our lives away, there's at least this episode full of fun stories. We hope you enjoy it, and Brooke and I will be back together for another episode of Between the Reps next week. Welcome back to another episode of Between the Reps with Brooke and Gina. And today, also, Katie. We have Katie Hunt, our friend Katie. They let me on for a very small, I'm on a probationary. We gave, she's on without a microphone. Yeah, I'm keeping it from her. I'm literally, I'm I'm, I'm way over here. Just don't yell. Oh, okay, I've already fucked it up. (laughs) I'm a Siamese twin with Gina. We are sharing headphones and a microphone. We are, we are. I'm in charge of it. How sad is it that we only have two pairs I can't touch the microphones. I know. It's like any point in time. I know. It's like we're like in a closet. <laughs> like when you're a kid and you'd like shut all the lights off and sit in the closet and like chat. This is what we're doing right now. <laughs> we also have another guest. So you guys, we wanted to talk about uh, Coachella today because that's happening or happened. In fact, that's how much I know about it. I thought maybe there was another weekend, but it's actually passed. And... Um, I've been to Coachella one time, and I went with a friend of mine. His name is Michael Finn. Mike Finn, my love him dearly, bestest, closest friend, and I got to go. Look at my best friend sitting next to me. I'm like, what the Yeah, fuck? both of us are like, Mike, what the hell is going what? on? You're her best friend now? We thought it was just a war between me and Gina. She uses this word way too loosely. <laughs> this is a, it's like going friend. to war. It's like Daniel with his favorite of everything. <laughs> yeah. But my first time and last, my, my only time going to Coachella, I got to go with Mike and... He is a tour manager for Dylan Francis, and I got to experience it on like the behind the scenes and not necessarily as someone who is just going to the festival. I did obviously get to go and like watch people perform, but I really got to see the side that it's a job. <laughs> and like I've I've known that, you know, people that are sure. that are DJs, it's their job. But until I got to actually see all the work and the production that goes into building something like that, I didn't fully click right, right. you and just like, think it's a party for yeah. everyone so yeah. you guys a hot dirty party <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> so on that note hi mike hi hi <laughs> mike tell everyone where you are right now uh i'm currently in a hotel room in santa monica killing 10 hours before i get on a red-eye flight and that's pretty much like your life all the time right in a nutshell. Yeah. Yeah. In a nutshell. At least I have an ocean view of the sun. That is nice. That's I'm awesome. looking directly into Katie's eyes. 
<laughs> I <laughs> just literally turned around and looked face. behind me to see who she was looking at. <laughs> who, me? What? Oh, my God. Thanks. <laughs> we are sitting on Gina's couch drinking champagne. Very close to each other. We are. Yeah. Very close to each other. We are. Uh, so, Mike, are you in bed? Yeah. Nice. Absolutely. Yes. Are you under the covers or on top of the covers? I'm on top. Not, okay. I'm kind, of, I'm kind of working, uh, but I'm not. Got it. <laughs> this. Yeah. Me we're, and we're, are you guys on? Are you guys in bed? Where are we going with this conversation? This just took a weird turn. It took a weird turn. No, anyway, that's where I would be. I would just be sitting on my bed. She's just jealous that you're in bed. Yeah, and I'm with hunched an over view. sharing headphones with Katie on a couch. And Brooke and I just worked out together, so we're... Um, yes, they're smelling really good. Well, you also just worked out. Well, Gina. I know, but I didn't work out that hard. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. I don't sweat that often. <laughs> I work out just to the point where I start uh, yeah. sort of sweating, <laughs> yeah, and, then and then I'm I like, stop. "I'm good. <laughs> I glisten." Um. Oh, sorry, brain fart. Um. So when I came with you to Coachella, was that that wasn't your first time being there? Uh that was my first. It was year. your yeah. first time. Had you yeah. been, had you been there? And no, you definitely had not. You're not really <laughs> a festival kind of person, right? You work. Yeah. You work in an industry that, no. that it's. Uh, it it really is your job, like tour manager. But like as far as anything outside of going to festivals or to shows, outside of being there for work, that's that's not your thing. Well, I mean, I got started going to shows. Okay, like, that's what made me fall in love with like music and all that stuff. Yeah, but like what um, type? What type of music? Um, I grew up in like a Boston hardcore punk scene, so okay. I kind of grew up going to being like a little. Can I swear on this? Yeah, absolutely. Fuck. Yeah, the podcast. <laughs> um, I, yeah, just I was like a little shitty punk kid from Boston, and going to like hardcore and punk shows, and starting to go on tour with like friends' bands that sell their t-shirts and sleep on basement floors and. I don't know, shave mohawk. I don't start, know. Started from the bottom, um, now you're here. <clears throat> sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I mean, started from sleeping on the floor selling t-shirts to, you know, I don't know, about to take a red-eye flight, but ocean you got you got view. an ocean view. Ocean view hotel room. Come on. It's pretty nice. That's right. That's, that's the right way to think about this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, and then... Uh, yeah, just one thing led to another. Started selling t-shirts and like hanging out with my friends on the road and in a van. And then you just meet more people, and then they meet somebody, and kind of turns into a snowball effect. And I never worked with a company or anything, so it's just been kind of going off of like who I've met, and eventually after a while, just building up your resume, and people start to hear of you more than you hear of them, and you reach out, and, you know start getting calls for different opportunities, you know? Was working for Dylan your like your, your first tour managing job? No. I've been touring since 2008. Whoa, that's so a long time. I'm going on 11. As a tour Actually, manager? 11 years. Wow. 11 years March. So, yeah, just 11 years. That's a so, long time. Um, I, Dylan was the first DJ I've okay. ever tour managed, right? Ever tour managed, but um, I come. I did mostly band and pop acts, 
prior to that. And right before Dylan, I was doing it with the shortest. Um, and I realized that that wasn't the right fit. But, um, but yeah. And then I got hired for Dylan, and I've been with Dylan since 2000, September of 2014. So going on four and a half years. When it comes to, I mean, <clears throat> I haven't seen, I obviously don't know everything that goes into that. I've seen a little bit of what you're doing. And when we were at Coachella, it's, uh-huh. I mean, you're, it's like I see you before before we before you start, and then I sort of see you after because you have obviously a lot of stuff you have to manage and put things together and make sure it's all running correctly. <clears throat> but mm-hmm. what what would you say is like one of like maybe one of the hardest things about managing? We'll say we'll keep it on on Dylan, like managing a DJ and like what that takes to get those shows up and running. Um, DJs are weird in the sense of like <laughs> they don't have any fear, so. They just need their computer. And with that, the schedule of a DJ can be very taxing. Um, and then you're trying to coordinate how you're doing multiple shows in one night in different states and different time zones. And you have to somehow make it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess like at the Coachella level, we have like Dylan's crew goes anywhere from 10 people to 40 people. So when Coachella, for example, we have like 43 people in 2017, like that just is, it just takes a lot of, uh, you know, managing and delegating and just trusting, trusting guys that work with you. And um, you really depend on each department to kind of withhold their own because you can't micromanage on a situation like that. But time is always like the biggest factor because you can only set things up within 30 minutes of before him going on. So it leaves very little room for error, um, specifically talking Coachella. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just, I think the hardest part is just, just managing the, you know, the people and also keeping the artist's goals and visions alive. Um, and trying to translate that to actuality. I think that's, that's definitely, definitely hard to do sometimes, but once you, you're able to kind of understand the artist, uh, you're able to, um, I don't know, drive his... Probably have to run a really tight ship. Yeah. I have a a workspace and I have a non-workspace. And I, I like I like my not work space sometimes. I would never work for me. Um, <laughs> so that's a, do you have a work I don't nickname? Have to do, that. do you have a work nickname that people call you? <laughs> no. He's no. no. Really? <laughs> He's like, no. Sure? My name is Mike. That's <laughs> who I am. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, if there's any nicknames, they're probably not nice and they're probably said behind my back. And that's fine, too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but the difference yeah. with DJs is like you, I, I know that like the hours are kind of crazy because like if it's like a regular artist, they're going on at like, say like, you know, eight or nine or 10 or whatever. But a lot of these DJs like go on at like two in the morning or something, depending on where you're at. Right. I mean, those are only the nightclub shows. Now it's like all the festivals and all the one-off, like the normal venue shows that we do. Okay. Um, it's stage at like a somewhat more reasonable time, you know, 11, 12 o'clock at night, which is still kind of later to some, but um, 
then when he does his residency in Vegas, that's the one to three a.m. shift, and that's so you're basically a vampire. A yeah, it would be brutal. <laughs> or like, and or... see if it's like a Wednesday or Thursday show, like you you're going to bed when New York City is waking up, and so you're already going to bed with emails coming in, and you know questions being asked, and and you have to somehow go to sleep and wake up with. You go get in your casket. Oh, way more of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like when uh, every t- every like New Year's Eve, when I've like heard your schedule, it's insane. Like it, on New Year's Eve, what's the most shows you guys have played? We did four, four shows in one day. Technically, twenty four hours. That's like them That's getting a, on a plane, going somewhere, going on. Oh, not going, in the same place. Going no, going straight to a plane, flying. Going playing somewhere else. Yeah, we did. Oh my god, we did. We did Lake Tahoe. Got on the jet. Did, did, did two shows in San Diego, and then our jet got grounded, and we ended up driving back to LA. And then we did LA within 24 hours. And then we've also done like Seattle, uh, Lake Tahoe to Seattle to LA. We did like um, we did where else have we done? Oh, a couple years ago, we did Portland, Oregon, to Chicago, to New Jersey, up to Los Angeles, to New Jersey. Within what, that like how many awful. hours? That was two days. <laughs> Sounds like miserable. <laughs> well, and then, but then you think about like all the time change, too. I guess oh, right. it's like one place to rally to another, to another, to another. Mike doesn't sleep very much. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> no, I, it's a day I'm sleeper. the king of a power nap. Power nap. Yeah, I can't give me a like power nap 15 minutes and cold brew, and just have it on IV, and I'm good to go. Nice cold brew coffee. <laughs> yeah. How yeah. hot was it at Coachella this year? Oh, it was perfect. It was like nine. Or last weekend, weekend one, it was like 91, 92 every day. So it was. That's amazing because it there, was right? dry. What's, what's the hottest yeah. it's been? I, I have no idea. Two years ago, it was like 104. Yeah, so. it was hot. miserable. Okay, I have a question for you, Mike. Um, then, Sorry, you I didn't know. mean to cut you off. How hot was Brooke no, no. in her neck brace at Coachella? <laughs> Not just looking, like, I, but no, people, actually like the weather. More worried. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I'd be throwing it into the category of like some serious like under boob sweat I'm guessing I don't yeah. know I did not touch, <laughs> I did not touch either either her under boob or her neck brace so I don't right. but I would but to think that it was probably vile did you wash yeah. that neck brace after um no I just feel you'd be covered <laughs> with makeup on the top so just like a dirt, like a dirty turtleneck. For the listeners, when I went when I went to Coachella, I was it was out it was post cervical fusion that I had, and I had a neck brace. I remember Gina was like, "We wanted to decorate it." Yeah, we were gonna put flower chains all over it. <laughs> <laughs> I just my, right, and I just kept like thinking of like Brooke because like as soon as the music comes on, she can't like not move. And I was like, you know, she's not supposed to move at all. And I was like, she's just going to look like a robot up there. <laughs> just bouncing up and down. Yeah, I like, can't yeah. turn Yay. my head left or right. Like, 
trying to look like a full body turn to look to my left or my right to see if everyone else is having a good time. I just kept imagining time. it thinking like, oh my God. So funny. The looks that she was getting at the pool were the part of the trip. Just because everyone's like, why, why is this like insanely jacked, beautiful blonde girl walking around but like has a neck break? <laughs> like, it, it, what, what? What Seriously. wrestler is she? <laughs> what? Like, who did she put through holding cable on WWE? Right, right, right. I hate to be Don't the other person. Don't mess with that one. Don't mess with that All girl. I'm picturing is the girl that dates Long Duck Dong in uh, Sixteen Candles. Oh, <laughs> Thanks, I think Katie. Just, I think did I just yeah, age myself? <laughs> yeah, I think you just aged yourself. Where she's trying to drink out of the water fountain and, and can't reach yeah. it because she's got the neck brace on. Yes, yes. <laughs> it was a soft collar. Yeah, it was. It was a. It was. Yeah, you could take it off. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Okay, so I went to Coachella in a neck brace. It was awesome. I went one day. Mike, take. would you take us through... I guess doing Coachella, like what that was like for you, beginning to end. Um, there's a lot of people interviewing themselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and work your way around Instagram models. That's Coachella in a nutshell. <laughs> I saw a meme the other yeah. day. Like, I mean, Is during... that what you were asking? Well, you know, yeah, it's exactly, <laughs> exactly. what I was asking. Um, before I let you actually tell me the business you know, side and what it takes to make that thing work. <clears throat> or maybe some stories that you might have from Yeah, I want to hear the Coachella. good stories. I did see a meme the other day that was saying that, like, Coachella was the best thing that ever happened to L.A. because it took all of the Instagram people out of <laughs> L.A. <laughs> <laughs> they all left. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and I'm laughing about Instagram when I'm... Oh, I, I do, do I do. <laughs> yeah. But no, like, uh, um, for you guys planning, the, like, planning that show... Like when you found out you guys okay, so, uh, were going to play it. Oh. Um, we signed out roughly, I don't know, about six months before. Um, or by usually September, the year prior, find out if we're doing it. Hold on. Can you guys still hear me? Yes. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, so usually by September, we find out that we're playing it uh, the year prior. Uh, so by end of the year, we, at that point, we just kind of keep it in the bank and know that we will have to work with stage designers and production people, um, to come up with, you know, a Dylan specific design. And then we usually start that process around November and by January ish, we're relatively full on a design's been approved Dylan likes it we all approve it in the meantime I'm working on budgets to make sure um, to make sure we you know are keeping things you know moving in a business matter 
for us financially. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah. And then we kind of just finalizing the like the bobs of what companies are going to provide what gear, where we're going to rehearse, who's actually going to be working there, um, where we're going to sleep, how we're going to get there, how we're going to get to and from the festival. Um, yeah. And then we kind of just chip away at the, uh, checklist as you, uh, as you get going. And then we start rehearsals. You, you try to loop them into the, uh, you try to loop them into like the show week. So we usually rehearse for the entire week for prior to the festival just in some warehouse or a facility that can hold a lot of lights and video panels and stuff. So, um, yeah. And then some show day is just, um, I usually go in a couple of days early to get checked in to the hotels, to the festivals, go walk the ground with our security team, make sure that we have, you know, action plans in place should an emergency happen. Um, and then Dylan will arrive usually the night before, um, and he'll stay at the hotel with everybody. And from there, we'll, uh, get ready for a show day. The crew loads in usually around 2 a.m. the night before, and they'll work from like 2 to 8 a.m., setting everything up and making sure it all works on stage. And then they'll load off stage be stored to the side. Um, so come, um, so come showtime, we only have 30 minutes to set up everything back on stage and be ready to take go. And at that point, we usually have like, we have our entire crew, which is around 40 people, but then we have an additional 25 people that are provided by the festival. So you have a good, like 50, uh, good, like 60 or so people kind of like helping you build whatever you're building. And then you hit start and start. I don't know. Um, once, once the show's on the, on its way, it's kind of at that point, just in God's hands. I don't know. <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. Nothing goes wrong. And, <laughs> just hope. Yeah. Hope and pray. Uh, we're all on, we're all on calm systems. So we have back. Uh, we have microphones in different positions. Um, microphones in different positions uh, spread throughout the stage as well as at the soundboard, so we can be communicating to the whole team. Um, should issues arise, uh, like the festival goer should not know about them because we're trying to take care of them without them realizing. So, um, and then. After the show's done, our semi-truck pulls to the stage and we break down as fast as possible, put the gear in the truck and send it away. And that you said that and that's then about... we usually... <clears throat> how much time do, they, do you usually yeah. have to... How much, how much time is that usually like to, to kind of get down. your stuff off the stage because someone else has to be loading on, right? Typically? Yeah, we usually, we're usually off stage in six to eight minutes. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like 30 minutes. And then we're usually within two or three hours. So, because uh, we have to take like the individual lights off, 
can break down the ind- individual pieces, make sure they can all fit into to get shipped out. So with a uh, like rehearsal happening, obviously you said like Dylan doesn't show up till like the night before, day before rehearsing. Mm-hmm. Do you already have like a a pretty good like ba- like a base set of what he's going to be playing, and you guys are just checking sort of lights and video and all that kind of stuff. Is that if it's a good day, we do, but most of the time we don't. Uh, so it's more or less just going off of the song you know he's going to play, mm-hmm. and then he comes in for rehearsals, which he'll usually sit for about two days uh, to sit with our creative team. That's when we can really dial in transitions and intros and outros, encores, yada yada yada. So, uh, I think if yeah, I went to Coachella, so, I would just want to watch the setup and the cleanup of the stages. Well, just <laughs> like Katie's, I would, Katie's a like party a behind, the scene, behind the scenes. Yeah, so I do like event production, and I I don't think I would want to watch any of the music. I would just go set up in the front, watch everything. Set. That's what I did when you were at regionals. Everyone went to get drinks and stuff during the breaks, and I would sit and watch all the volunteers moving everything and building everything. And then when it comes time for the music, I just go take a nap or something. Because oh I'm too short to enjoy any sort of music festival. She would need to be in the front to be able to see, and yeah. if she was in the front, she would die. I would die. But I just want to watch the setup and the cleanup and call it a day. I mean, that's cool. I'm obsessed with that for some reason, too. I was on tour with John Mayer in 2010. Oh my God, you just got Katie so excited. I love John Mayer. Did you watch his Instagram live where he made an eight out of tape and scissors? Okay. I did not. Everyone's like, what do you mean? Well, now you're going to have to explain it. Wait, don't all of you watch his Instagram live? If anyone's a real John Mayer fan, they will watch his Instagram live and they're hilarious. That's it. He made an eight, like a number eight. He's really into cutting out numbers, and he did a whole live, and I watched the whole thing, and it really made my day. Of him cutting out numbers. Did you learn You have anything? to be a super fan if you want to watch somebody cut numbers out on a piece of paper. It was super therapeutic, like just really relaxing to watch. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stop. It was You're therapeutic so to watch John Mayer cut a number eight out of a piece of paper. Okay, you know what? That's when you know you're famous. It's like, I don't even really have to do anything. I'm just going to sit here and cut, cut numbers. Piece of- <laughs> cut numbers out on this piece of paper right now. Yeah. Hey, anybody want to watch me brush my teeth? Hey. Okay, you know what? There's going to be a few people that watch that too, and we're all going to just band together. <laughs> we're going to get some more fans. Perfect. Get a lot more followers after this. All right. Now you can, can you can go back, Mike, to telling us about being on tour with John Mayer. Now that, now that Katie's got it <laughs> out of her system. You've gotten her fan moment over out of the way. Gina just let me hold the mic. Katie, you got to stop talking because Mike's trying to tell this story. Continue. Well, the long story short is I just used to wake up early and watch him load in. There's really nothing to it. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it, you weren't actually friends with him? Sheesh. No, I stole his phone number, (gasps) but he's never answered. answered. (laughs) I'll text I have a feeling he wouldn't answer for me either. <laughs> He's like, this Katie person has to stop calling. <laughs> what if I just send him videos of me cutting out eights <laughs> or nines? 
<laughs> yeah. I don't know what to say. Uh-huh. I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm assuming he changed it, but I'm texting it to Brooke now if you guys want to call him later. Yes. <laughs> I'm too nervous. I was, I'm in a full sweat right now. Full sweat. Just nervous. About, he oh he gosh, said, he really, Gina, Gina I'm sorry, have, I got up to try to refill our champagne, yeah. but there is none left. Gina didn't have her it. headphone in. So <laughs> what he was saying is that, because he said that he got up early to watch John Mayer like load in. Oh, yeah. And he goes, long story short, this is what I did. And Katie was like, oh, I thought you were going to say you like, so you're saying you're not best friends with him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you were Brooke, you would say he was your best friend. <laughs> she calls everyone her best friend. <laughs> <laughs> <And> Mike, <laughs> Mike said that he got his. He stole his phone number. No. But he won't return his calls or texts. Oh. <laughs> he just texted it to you. So maybe next week on the podcast, if you guys will let me back, we'll call John Mayer. No, my God. <laughs> we're not doing that. We call John Mayer on our podcast. All right, guys, we're going to try calling John We should John just Mayer. every single podcast try to call John Mayer at the beginning of it and just see if he answers. You know I'm going to start my it's own just, podcast. It's me calling John Mayer. <laughs> Weekly. <laughs> For the entire 30 minutes. Wait, guys, I'm pretty sure this time he's going to pick up. Oh, my God. Gravity. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, back to poor Mike, who's no, laying he, on his he, he was bed starting, trying, he, to, he trying was, to get this he was over start, with. He was starting to tell about John Mayer. Oh, okay. But you had just handed off the microphone to Katie. And I was, I, sorry. And then she starts talking. I was like, stop I know. I was talking. in charge of it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Caught me sleeping on the job, drinking on the job. Is there someone that, um, I mean... In, I would, in a perfect world, I'd love to know yeah. like an artist, either one that could be living or deceased, that you would have loved to manage for. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Um, Don't I, say Michael honestly, Jackson or R. Kelly. It's too are, controversial right too now. Soon. <laughs> it's too soon. Too soon. <laughs> honestly, if there's any artists that I love, I don't want to work for them. Oh, Ooh, good answer. True. Good answer. Same. Totally same. I just would rather be a fan and appreciate their music because I don't think not everybody is exactly how they are perceived to be, you know? That's true. What about Johnny Cash? I feel like he'd be horrible to... Um, I mean, he was a dick, but I would like <laughs> to watch him every night. Yeah, you're right. Um, I have a question. Did you see... I mean, I love him. Did you go see anyone What's when you were at Coachella, or were you just working? And if you didn't get to see... Oh, like, yeah. Who would you have um, wanted to see if you could this year? This year, I saw. So, first weekend, I didn't really see anybody. Or I saw my friend's band called Turnstile, but they're a smaller, like punk band, which was really cool to see a band like that play Coachella. Um, and then Saturday night, I didn't watch anybody. Weekend one, Sunday, I'm obsessed with this guy from Ireland called Dermot Kennedy. Oh, I've heard and, of him. He's amazing, and he played Sunday at 6 o'clock, and we were on Sunday as well, so I went to the venue early and checked him out. Um, and also, my friends now work for that for that girl named Billie Eilish. I love her. Um, so, so I went and watched her. I went to her rehearsals before Coachella and watched, like, a full run through there, and then I saw her at Coachella. Um, and... Yeah, that was weekend one. And then weekend two, I had my friend join me. So I was, like, trying to be a good host as well as, like, not trying to work the whole time. Hopefully Dylan doesn't listen to this. Um, <laughs> but, oh, so Dermot Kennedy, I saw it. But then weekend two, I went to I went and watch 1975. Cool. Um, 
1975 Friday, and then Saturday, um, no, Saturday Dylan had a show, had a pool party, mm. and then we rushed back to see Griffin, the DJ Griffin. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, Very yeah. good show. I like Griffin. Very good show. I, if you guys want to know what kind of music I, I like, and this is going to offend some of your fans, and I'm sorry, but I like I like music that of a basic white blonde girl from Arizona. <laughs> okay, this is so, so this is the yeah. perfect time for us to just for you to tell mostly Gina because she'll love this. Uh, your from Spotify, <laughs> your your year in 2018 playlist. <laughs> yes, tell me. Um, I'm like a basic sorority girl <laughs> that listens to metal and hardcore that also will only listen to acoustic versions of pop ballad and Mariah Carey. <laughs> Mariah Carey. That was on 2018? His, like, no, we, no, his 2018 yeah, playlist. Spotify what we made you It'll a playlist. Tell you. And I was with him and we were just laughing about it because like what his first songs were in comparison to like what mine were on my you list. You can tell a lot about he, a person. It's like, exactly like that. Just ballads and Mariah Carey. <laughs> <laughs> but I said, I guess Gina loves music that like every time I'll roll in when she's like in the bathroom getting ready. And I'm like, oh my God, like, are you in here crying? <laughs> oh yeah. I do. I like some moody music. I, like, she's always like, God, are you, I don't are you depressed? I in the shower because yeah. I'll just stay in there and cry. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> the same. Yeah. Mood. She says it all the time. She's like, wow, are you like really depressed or like what's going on? I'm like, no, I just really like this. It's just moody music. Yeah. Mood. I always like I'll find myself when I'm in like you know a sad mood or whatever and listening to music that's not necessarily making me happy. It's it's really hitting home, you know. And I'm like, well, I need to try and change this, but I can't. And I just like keep changing the song. And it's like sad, sad. No, you've gotten into my car before, and you're like, really? Is this what we're gonna listen to? Can we please change this? I'm like, fine. Give me give me one of your playlists. All right, Mike. Um, thanks, thanks for being with us. Yeah, thanks for. Jumping on a call. I know that it was oh, really it? last minute. That's, That's it. it. Hey, you did it. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you know how it goes with John Mayer, but if I might need your help, okay? <laughs> okay. I mean, I can offer literally no help, but I'm just looking at what I can do. But between you and me, I think we're gonna make it happen. <laughs> I have faith. Mike. I feel more confident now than I did I, an hour ago. Hey. He's like, I don't. That's what I'm here for. That's what I'm here for. Yeah, that's here for. Someone, some, someone needs confidence. That's all that matters. Oh, it's me. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right, you're the best. Thank you so much you, for you, taking a little bit of time. No worries. Just send me who I need to make this invoice out to. Yeah, you, you can make it out to Katie Hunt. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Wiley, Wiley Weddings. Send your invoice to Wiley Weddings. Uh, but um, I'll talk to you soon. All right. Get some rest before All right, red bye eye. Guys. All right, bye. 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 Wow. <laughs> that was awesome. I love him. Such a good guy for he just is, letting us call him I in know, the middle of the what he's doing. Because you guys know that sometimes me and Gina just don't have a plan. <laughs> um, but since we have Katie on and I got to go running here in just a second, I feel like, what are you What are you looking at me for? Yeah, I have to already, run. I thought we already worked out together today. Brooke's an actual athlete. <laughs> That's the difference. <laughs> does more than one workout. Yeah, I know. It's like three usually. No, occasionally. That's no, so but I dumb. think this is the perfect time for you to plug Wiley Weddings. 
Oh, hey. Plug it, bitch. Um, I don't know how to do that. Well, tell people about it. Well, I do uh, a thing. Just make sure you talk talk into the microphone. Well. Not on it. It's not a dick. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Don't put your mouth on it. (laughs) It's a very substantially substantial sized penis if it were um, go ahead well i do event coordination wedding planning works with brides and grooms to make their day happen i'm florist she is a florist she's, she's a fantastic the best florist, florist. i'm guys- gina's personal florist mm-hmm. yes. um, i do anniversaries uh funerals if anyone's you know needs dying for that <laughs> put it so, in your will gina okay, okay perfect yeah because oh i'm just God. right around the corner thanks katie no i already told you i'll never let you die <laughs> thank you so wiley wedding since, <laughs> since people are like oh my god these cackling hens best friends yeah. we're best friends um, so wiley weddings yeah. santa cruz california we She's, travel everywhere she travels everywhere if you pay for it so do you have a website <laughs> yeah or an Instagram for Wiley Weddings? Yeah, it's all Wiley Weddings. Okay, well, plug W-Y-L-I-E. it. W-Y-L-I-E. It's my middle name. Is Wiley. Wiley. That's really where cute. it came from. I didn't know that. Katie Wiley. You're my best friend. Catherine Wiley sounds better. Okay, Catherine Wiley. And my social security number Catherine is- Wiley sounds old. <laughs> Catherine Wiley Hund. <laughs> okay, now we're all laughing at my name. Katie That's Wiley. Cool. No, yeah. Katie Wiley's young. And Catherine do you know Wiley's that old. Hund means dog in German? We brought you hound. on your chat. <laughs> the hound. I'm not the hound. We're going to call her the hound. I'm the <laughs> From Game of Thrones. I'm going to, my new puppy I'm getting, I'm going to name Wiley. You Wiley like hound. Great. There was a random guy at the gym that his dog was named Wiley, spelled exactly the same as my. Yeah, because it's a good dog name. It is a good dog name. Well, it's my name too. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> Everyone's like, you guys are such bullies. Mm-hmm. Only to each other. <laughs> All right, so Wiley Weddings. If you need any event planning or flor uh, or florals. florals or flowers done, Katie's great. She's amazing. If you want a birthday party, if you know anyone that's turning forty eight this year, forty nine. Forty nine. Damn. Best I friends. know. <laughs> Best so friend. close to fifty. Forty nine. If anyone you know is turning forty nine and needs like a really nice dinner party, you can come to my secret garden in the backyard. <laughs> You're their girl. It is amazing. At Katie's house, she has tons and tons of plants and things where when she's doing florals or arrangements or things like that, she just goes outside and yeah, she, she, she throws amazing she parties. I'm you just good. have to clean up the dog poop. I'm a good forager, <laughs> but I'm not a good dog pick, poop picker up. No, you're not. I'm a good forager. Dog poop picker up. I don't I forage. like picking up hot poop, not cold poop. Okay. I would rather That's do a whole the other old hard poop. Yeah. We got to wrap That's this a whole up. Other one. We're going to wrap it up. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. I know that Katie's crazy. We will definitely table the idea of having her back on. Feel free to leave uh, in the comments if you want her back. <laughs> I'm just assuming this was my first and last time. So it's been great talking to you all. And if I ever see you again. We'll let you know if Shara gets a hold of John yes. Mayer. So, oh my gosh, Gina. People are going to be wondering if I'm going on a date with John Mayer. Okay, so we'll definitely okay, try and call John Mayer. Okay, it's gone to a date Mayer. now. Yeah, she's All delusional. Right. What What do we need people to do for us, Gina Marie? <laughs> we need you to rate, review, subscribe, five-star five rating. rating. And yeah, we love you guys and thanks for listening. Yeah, hopefully well, you are were entertained or enjoyed meeting Katie and enjoyed meeting Mike. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Talk to you if they let me back. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right, bye, bye, guys. Bye.
Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.